Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Are you looking to wager on all the big games in sports? Well, I have great news for you. Our partners at Bet Online continue to get it done as the number one source for all your betting needs this season, from the NFL to MLB, MMA, tennis, boxing, even golf. It's all there. Make sure you check it out because it features live betting, free contests, live scores, and giveaways all season long. Head on over to betonline.ag. That's betonline.ag to join and receive your 100% welcome bonus with your first deposit. Make sure to use our promo code BELIEVE to get started. That's B-L-E-A-V. You'll receive your rewards with that. Latest odds, matchup info, player news, and game trends. It is all there with Bet Online, where the game starts. It's always ice cream season in Central New York, and the locally owned and operated Carvel in North Syracuse welcomes you to come in and grab their pumpkin cakes, along with a four-pack of Little Screamers. Carvel is open seven days a week, Brewerton Road, North Syracuse, America's favorite since 1934, and now offering pumpkin spice soft serve to go along with pumpkin cakes and those four packs of Screamers. Happy Halloween! from ESPN and you're listening to the ML Sports Platter. The ML Sports Platter is back with you all over the major platforms. Make sure you download, subscribe, rate, and review where you get podcasts on your smartphone device. We are brought to you by our great friends at Prestwick Golf, Stumbling Monkey Brewing Company, Jam and Beats, and Stanley Law Offices. Stanley Law Offices together, they'll work to get you the maximum reward. Also, huge tip of the cap thank you to Carvel of North Syracuse and Rosie's Corner. Pizza wings, pasta, hot and cold subs, and more. Make sure you stop by for Fish Friday this week and comfort foods throughout the week at Rosie's Corner. Try the meatball bomber, try the stuffed shells, try the garlic parm and gold fever wings. It's all to die for at Rosie's Corner, Route 11 in Burton, in front of the Burton Bridge off the Bartell Road exit. And, of course, gift cards are available this holiday season at Rosie's Corner. Okie dokie, let's do it. NFL uh, Week 9 is uh, is in the books, and it is just moving right along here. Um, some teams are starting to see, you know, kind of we're kind of finding out what they are, um, and 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 some teams are kind of you know seeing what what what's possible, um, you know, in the in the future as far as what the 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 season um, could mean for them, you know, one way or the other. We go all the way back to last Thursday, and the Philadelphia Eagles get a win, twenty nine to seventeen over the Houston Texans. Uh, the Eagles just uh, too too much firepower, too too complete of a team, um, and. You know, uh, by the same token, they didn't really dominate this football game. Um, they were decent. They weren't A+, plus, but they most certainly weren't D or F. Uh, you know, they were like played a B game. You know, they won by double digits. Um, and uh, this game was tied at halftime. <laughs> you know, and you're like, oh, wait a minute now. But then uh, the Eagles turned it on, outscored them 15-3 to in the second half. Jalen Hurts just continues to be efficient. Uh, this team is the most complete team in football. Miles Sanders running it. Same old, same old with A.J. Brown killing you. Dallas Goddard had a great game. Um, and, and the Eagles defense, uh, you know, they, they they get after it, man. They are, they're a really hard team to, uh, to game plan against. Davis Mills threw two interceptions. Uh, they've got guys all over the place. Three sacks in this game, all by Javon Hargrave. Uh, they've got Josh Sweat. They've got Fletcher Cox. They've got uh, Darius Slay making plays. Um, they have major, major, major dudes. Um, you know, Brandon Graham, guys who are getting after it. 
and uh, the Eagles are are undefeated. Now, I know their schedule hasn't been exactly the hardest in the NFL, but you play who you play, and they've been undefeated, and they've looked really, really good. So Pickham and Fantasy are both driving me nuts. They always drive me nuts, but they're really driving me nuts this year. Pickham is so freaking hard because I'm down a few, uh, uh, I think I'm down four now after the Saints lost to Baltimore. But you're at a point where if you're going to like equal somebody or overtake them, you have to take a chance here or there um, each week. I mean, you you have to because in a lot of cases, people will pick the same, the game the same uh, if it's an obvious one. And then if that team loses, well, then you all lose. It's not like you lost and then everybody else gained. I mean, you all lose. Um, or if we all think uh, the same about, let's say, Packers-Lions, which Packers lost to Detroit Lions. I was so close to taking Detroit right before the 1 o'clock kick. That's just an example. If I take Detroit, boom, I, I take a chance, and I, then I gain one. Um, I went for that same exact approach. Even though I don't trust the Atlanta Falcons, I picked them, and they lose the game. They had the game won. They had the game absolutely won uh, late in the game, and it was classic collapse by the, Fal- by the Falcons again. They lose 20-17 to to the Chargers. Too many mistakes. Awful, awful decision-making. Um, and the Chargers kick that game winner, you know, <laughs> down the stretch. And they get the win, and they steal a win on the road. And, you know, I picked Atlanta partly because I don't trust uh, uh, the Chargers either, man. I don't trust that I don't trust that offense at all. And you saw it in the game. It was two ugly, ugly performances. Um, the, 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 look... <laughs> The Chargers did nothing in this game to prove uh, something different for me. And, um, you know, it was just a horrible football game between two uh, average teams, in my opinion. I don't think the Chargers are anything better than average. Um, and Atlanta blew it. And, you know, I should know better. You know, I'd be like, oh, I'm not going to take Atlanta next time, and then they'll win. You know, the, like the pick them, this has been the hardest pick them uh, for me in the NFL this year. It's just wild. Dolphins beat the Bears 35-32, to a game that was a lot better than I thought it was going to be. I am just so impressed with Justin Fields uh, right now in a losing effort, a throw in the ball. He only had 123 yards, but he did have three touchdowns. He killed him on the ground. 15 carries, 178 yards, had that amazing 61-yard run uh, and a touchdown. But he's just really, really good. I mean, that's all there is to it. Throws a very, very nice deep ball. He's big, strong, fast, physical, tough to bring down, um, hybrid, you know, Gives you the hybrid look. He gives you opportunity to do RPO. Uh, they just don't have a lot around him. I mean, his wide receiver crew is just, it, it's meh. Chase Claypool, Darnell Mooney, Cole Kmet, really? Like, no. You know, I mean, it's just, he just doesn't have anybody. So they need to go get people to surround him with because this guy at 6'3", 230 pounds, with his arm and his athletic ability, I think there's a lot there. Um, people want to talk to Utunga Maiola as the MVP of the Dolphins. I got news for you. It's it's absolutely Tyreek Hill. Seven catches, 143 yards, and a touchdown. Miami, as I've said, week in, week out, this team is not going away. They have a signature win at home over the Bills this year. They're not going away. They've got offensive firepower. Waddle and Hill are incredibly difficult to stop. Um, and the defense uh, isn't very good. But you know what? <laughs> they, they can outscore you. You know, they can put up 30 to 35, 40 points every single week. Miami gets it done. They go to 6-3. and three. The Bears fall to 3-6. and six. The Bengals pounded the Panthers 42-21. to 21. This is very easy. Burrow, Mixon, Higgins. That trio was ridiculous. Joe Mixon was unstoppable. Five touchdowns in the game. Uh, well over 53 points uh, 
uh, or, or I should say over 53 points in fantasy. I had to go up against that this past weekend. So yeah, I didn't do well. I didn't do well at all. I'm four back in the pick'em uh, from the top spot. I'm now four and five in fantasy. I started three and one. Everything's going to hell in both of those departments. But um, th- this was a Bengals offense with a ton of firepower going up against the secondary of the Panthers, even without Jamar Chase for the Bengals. Uh, Carolina's secondary is so bad. You can exploit them. You can take advantage of them. And that's exactly what happened in this game. Bengals get it done. They're five and four, three and one at home now. And all of a sudden the Bengals are starting to, you know, last few weeks here, they're kind of coming on. Lions beat the Packers 15 to nine. This was a pathetic showing by the Green Bay Packers and everybody's to blame right now. Everybody. Aaron Rodgers threw three interceptions. You're going to get him off the hook here. And don't tell me about how he doesn't have any receivers. Okay, Justin Fields doesn't have any receivers. Okay, Aaron Rodgers has still got a couple of guys. And oh, by the way, he's Aaron freaking Rodgers. You're supposed to be making guys better. And hey, how about the preseason? Maybe it would have helped if you had invested some time as an $150 million quarterback to go freaking throw to these guys and get some chemistry going. You know, take them out to dinner, uh, do some video game stuff. Do, you know, but Rodgers is a clown. He's a he's a bipolar clown with an attitude problem. He's a, he's a prima donna. I'm over him too, man. I've talked about being over Brady. I'm over Aaron Rodgers. They're both going to the Hall of Fame on the first ballot and all the rest, but good grief. I'm so sick of the, 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 the Aaron Rodgers uh, drama parade, and I'm so tired of Tom Brady uh, at this particular point. Um, you know, we'll get to him later. But, you know, Detroit, I got I got to throw, uh, you know, hats off to them. I mean, this is, this is the team with the physicality and, and the backyard brawl type of a thing. This is what the Lions were about going into the year. We all thought they'd be a little bit better than the record indicates. Well, this was the game where they, you know, took out Green Bay and basically, for the most part, I mean, do I think Green Bay could maybe get to nine and eight? You know, maybe, maybe that's good enough to get a wild card in the NFC. I don't know right now. Um, it's very possible because the NFC is absolute trash. Um, but the Lions may have ended the season, you know, really. And Jared Goff, he didn't have a crazy great game statistically, but made some big time throws. I love that one pass to Mitchell in the end zone. Really, really good win for Detroit, no doubt about it. Fifteen to nine, they're three, two and six, and the Packers are three and six. Patriots roll the Colts. The Colts are in trouble, uh, not just this year, but for the long term. Uh, the way Chris Ballard's handled things as GM, they fired Frank Reich as the scapegoat. They haven't figured out the quarterback position since Andrew Luck. Uh, they tried Philip Rivers. They tried Matt Ryan. They tried Carson Wentz. I mean, they, they just don't have it. Uh, they can't run the football. The offensive line has all of a sudden become not a strength. It used to be the strength. And, um, you know, the Patriots played that methodical, physical, Bill Belichick football, and they pounded the Colts. You know, they pounded them in the trenches. Um, you know, they ran the ball well enough. They threw it. Mac Jones, you know, not making... Um, a, a ton of mistakes in this game, um, and, and that was it. That was enough. You know, I, I just the Patriots play a very bland, uh, you know, football game week in and week out. But they're five and four, and man, uh, they they could make the playoffs. I could see the Patriots making the playoffs. I really could. The Bills lose a clunker against the Jets, twenty to seventeen. After all the issues during the game, the Bills' offense was you know they were fourteen to three. They're stalling, stalling, stalling. And they couldn't finish drives. They could have put them away. Um, you know, all the all the problems with the run defense. You know, the mistakes, the two picks by Allen, everything going on. Taylor, Tyler Bass kicking it out of bounds. Ridiculousness. They still had a an opportunity at the end 
the final drive to win the football game. And Allen throws a frozen rope to Diggs. He tippy toes into the in, you know inbounds, and it goes across midfield. Well, they flag it and bring it back for holding. I thought the officials were awful in this game both ways, but mostly on the Bills' side because that was not a hold in, by Deion Dawkins. If you're going to call that, you got to call every single face plan, every single thing. Holding should be obvious. Holding is a pull down. It's a jersey tug. It's right in front. You can see it. It's blatant. It's obvious. That was not blatant. That was not obvious. It was Deion Dawkins moving a guy and pancaking him. I did not think that that was a hold. I really didn't. His hands were up, and he just flattened the dude. Also, Tremaine Edmonds had an interception in this game. They did not allow the interception. You know, they, <laughs> I have no idea why. I have no idea what happened. Uh, I have no idea what they were looking at. Uh, the Bills continue to underutilize Stephon Diggs. Gabe Davis it can't catch anything. I mean, even after that penalty, Josh Allen still heaved it down there with you know a, a risk that might you know cost him time, significant time. We don't know as I record this what the status is. He's still being evaluated. Uh, but but you know Allen still made the throw and Gabe Davis he dropped the ball. I mean he, he can't catch the ball right now. You know Knox Dawson Knox was signed to a deal. He's been irrelevant in the offense. Isaiah McKenzie's nowhere to be found. Um, they can't run the ball. Uh, this Bills team has a lot of problems right now, and JA-17's injury is at the top of the list, but holy cow, uh, injuries to Milano, injuries to Poyer. Is Trey White coming back this week? For God's sakes, they've got the Vikings coming in with um, Delvin Cook. Good luck running the football there. If he starts to get going uh, and you can't stop him, this game is going to get ugly in Orchard Park. And listen, for as bad as a win as this was for the Bills, the other side of it is this. It's one game. I know they're 0-2 in the division. I know it was a clunker. I know it was a bad one. You lose to Zach Wilson. I, okay. The Jets had a game plan. They stuck to it. They ran the ball. They kept it away from Allen. Zach Wilson quick throws. Opportunistic, and, and they got some turnovers. Allen was horrible throwing the ball again this this time around. Last six quarters against the Packers and Jets, uh, respectively, have been awful. And, you know, with, with all that being said, about a year ago at the same time they lost to the Jaguars. They figured out the season, and they should have been playing for the AFC Championship game at home had it not been for awful coaching, 13 seconds in Kansas City. We're just going to say that and leave it. And let's be honest, this Bills team right now still has a bunch of games that are very winnable with or without Josh Allen. I mean, can they win a few games here with, with Case Keenum? I, I, bet, I bet they can. I think they can especially with how good the defense is. You know, if he's going to miss significant time, let's say, you know, four, five, six weeks, God forbid he's out for the year. If he's out for the year, the season's over. But you might be able to tread water here with Case Keenum. You know, maybe a split with Minnesota and Cleveland, maybe a split with the Patriots, maybe a win against Detroit, against Chicago. Um, you know, revenge games and wins against the Dolphins and Jets. You know, you add all that up. I still think that the number should be 14-3 and three for the Bills to target. Uh, to secure home field advantage, they have the tiebreak against KC. They have the tiebreak against Tennessee. They have the tiebreak against Baltimore. However, however, they opened up the door a little bit for those clubs by losing to the Jets because Kansas City won, Baltimore won, and Tennessee I don't think is going anywhere. And we know Miami's not going anywhere. So this was a brutal loss, but we also know what's going on on the other side of the coin for the Bills to rebound. Vikings 2017 winners over the Commanders. This was a joke. Washington had the game won. And they blew it, just like Atlanta blew it. Uh, Twenty to seventeen winners are the Vikings. Uh, Kirk Cousins, Delvin Cook. Delvin Cook didn't have a great game. Uh, Justin Jefferson did, hundred fifteen yards, one touchdown, and the defense did enough. The Vikings are a very weird team right now. They're seven and one, but you don't trust Kirk Cousins, and they haven't really played anybody. So the jury's probably still out. This next run of games will tell us a lot more. 
right? Because each segment of the NFL season tells its own story. And now we're into the next segment, right? Because eight games are gone for, for most teams. And in some cases, it's nine. Uh, the Vikings are seven and one and four and five uh, for the Commanders. Uh, I'm going to get to the rest of the games uh, from the NFL in week nine coming up next. But before that, this. ML Sports Platter back with you, brought to you by MyHotTub.com, Welch & Company Jewelers, Jam and & Beats, and our great, great friends over at the Allen Angus Pub in and around Central New York before and after all the big events, burgers, wraps, homemade soups and salads, great beers on tap, gift cards for every occasion. They've got awesome swag with their shirts and their hats. Get on over to the Allen Angus Pub before and after crunch hockey, before and after Cuse basketball and football, uh, uh, concerts and entertainment, you name it. Get on over to the Al and Angus Pub, a proud ML Sports Platter sponsor. Wow, the Raiders, they blew a 17-point lead. They lose to the Jaguars. There were many teams that just blew games this past week. Falcons blow it. The Commanders blow it. The Raiders blow it. 27-20, to 20, the Jaguars come back. Got to give them credit for that, uh, that they fought and all the rest. Devontae Adams went off, and then all of a sudden, like, he couldn't get targets. Uh, Travis Etienne, probably his best game as a Jaguar, man. 28 carries, 109 yards, and two touchdowns. Uh, the Jaguars are 3-6. and six. I still think their season's pretty much cooked. But this was at least a win for them to see, you know, hey, Travis Etienne is definitely the guy, and he can change a game for us. I think that's the biggest takeaway here. Trevor Lawrence still has to be a lot better, uh, and and right now he's just not cutting it, in my opinion. Um, maybe the Jaguars, I mean, look, they spent a lot of money in the offseason. Maybe the Jaguars can turn a little bit of a corner and build on something for next year. The Raiders, with their collapse, man, Josh McDaniels, that is a clown show in Vegas right now. And by the way, the Raiders are 0-5 on the road. The Seattle Seahawks keep on winning Winning, winning, right? They win, win, win no matter what. I've been so impressed with the rookies on both sides of the ball, led by Kenneth Walker III at running back. Another 100-yard game, two touchdowns. Geno Smith throws a beautiful, beautiful deep ball. He is playing with so much confidence right now. Pete Carroll's got this team rolling. His energy, and I heard Colin Cowherd say this on the 3 and Out podcast with John Middlecoff. I just love those two guys uh, talking football together. But Colin Cowherd said, look, Pete Carroll, his rah-rah thing, his speeches and all that, like a lot of it doesn't work for a veteran team because they're like, yeah, dude, we've already heard this. Like, get out of my grill already. However, with a young team like the Seattle Seahawks, it's more like his USC days, and I could not agree more. I thought that was an incredible, incredible explanation and take in that, you know, hey, this is a young team. They've got rookies on both sides of the ball. Like, it's not just Tyler Lockett, Geno Smith, who's bounced around and, and done a bunch of stuff in DK Metcalf now for a few years. There's a lot of young talent in terms of the rookies go, and Kevin Wa- Kenneth Walker the third is one of them. Um, you know this this defense is is just playing team defense. I mean they're just they're they're just flying around the ball. I mean they sack Kyler Murray five times. Um, you know th- this Seahawks team is really a complete team. And I got to be honest with you, I think the Eagles are the best team in the NFC. But in the NFC West, I think the Seahawks and the 49ers, You know. They're going to be interesting to watch, man. And you know what? I thought it might have been just given, I keep giving the Cardinals the benefit of the doubt, right? Like, oh, they have to win sometime. Well, you know what? Like, I'm done with these guys. I'm done. They always disappoint you. Kyler Murray is a joke, right? I mean, good grief. He he, he couldn't find water if he fell out of a boat. Cliff Kingsbury's a clown. Like, you know, and I've said it a bunch of times. They have a bunch of speed and a bunch of talent, a bunch of dudes on both sides of the ball. They just can't put it together. 
You know, DeAndre Hopkins had four catches and 36 yards and a touchdown. That's not going to get it done. That's your number one wide receiver. You're at home. That was a must-win game for the Arizona Cardinals, and they laid an absolute egg. Their defense looked terrible. You know, and I like some of the guys on their defense, man. I think Buda Baker's really good. I like Isaiah Simmons, right? I, I mean, this is a good defense, but uh, not a good defense, but it's they have good defensive players on a team defense that just isn't very good, and they got steamrolled by the Seahawks. It's just, you know, the Cardinals are just a joke. I mean, they really are. I mean, they collapsed last year, uh, or was it the year before? Um, you know, they're, they're just, you know, they got to get a new head coach. That's all there is to it. Kyler Murray's not going anywhere because you just paid him. So you're stuck with him. Uh, but you got to get a head coach. You really do. I mean, if I'm, if I'm Arizona, in fact, you know, if I'm Arizona and, and if I'm a lot of these other teams out there, the Colts, um, you know, who else would, who else would be a, a, a good place or a, a team that would, you know, make a, make a strong, good move to, to go get a head coach, the Broncos, right? Like I would, I would go after Sean Payton so freaking hard. I would go after him so freaking hard and give him a blank check. Dude, what do you want to come here? You know, and I don't think he'd take the Colts job, right? I just don't. Um, Mike McCarthy right now seems to be safer in Dallas. That was a place, maybe a possible landing spot for Sean Payton. But I, I would, I would give him the keys to the kingdom. If I'm the Arizona Cardinals, I give him everything. I do. I let him run the show. You come in here and work with Kyler Murray, man. You're an offensive dude. You're a Super Bowl winner. Super, 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 super intelligent. I'd bring in Sean Payton for sure. Uh, give him enough money where he can't say no, right? Buccaneers, 16 13 winners over the Rams. Another game blown by a team. The Rams are just dreadful in the big spots. I mean, how do you let them march down the field? How do you make those mistakes? How do you leave people wide open? They had an 127-yard game out of Cooper Cup, and it still wasn't enough, right? This was a road game. This could have turned the season around. Instead, Tom Brady gets it back. He marches down, bing, 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 in old Tom Brady fashion. He engineers the winning drive, and, uh, you know, it was in the final minute. It was vintage Brady, and uh, now now Tampa Bay's season looks like it's saved. Um, they move to 4-5. and five. The Rams fall to 3-5. and five. Uh, the Chiefs, 20 to 17 winners over the Titans. They're now six and two. The Tennessee Titans are five and three. And Kansas City, um, right now, to me, is the best team in the AFC. Uh, Patrick Mahomes is absolutely unstoppable. 43 to 68 for 446 yards on a touchdown. He kills him with he killed him with his legs. Um, you know, and and the defense uh, did a pretty good job. I mean, they thwarted. The Titans pretty good in this game when they needed to. Travis Kelsey had a big game. Derrick Henry had a big game. A lot of star power uh, in this football game, but it just was about the Chiefs making plays in the end. And Patrick Mahomes with a day for the ages, over 500 yards total uh, scrimmage uh, from scrimmage and two touchdowns. Just a fantastic, fantastic game for him. And I got to tell you, every single week the Chiefs play defense, the more and more I like them. They make plays, man. Carlos Dunlap with a sack and a half. Chris Jones is a beast. They've got guys who can go side to side. Their linebackers improve every game. Trent McDuffie gets better every game. This is a team that has a real, real, real stranglehold on the AFC West. And I am not going to be surprised if the Chiefs go to the Super Bowl and win the Super Bowl yet again. Finally, just a one, uh, a one-sided deal. Um, you know, for the Baltimore Ravens in New Orleans, another pick'em game that screwed me. Um, Lamar Jackson, by the way, a hundred career TD passes now, uh, and and got the job done. They just marched down the field in that Saints. I know they had injuries on both sides of the ball, but the defense 
really looked clueless on so many plays with Lamar. Um, you know, he had 82 yards rushing. He's just such a special talent. Uh, 133 yards through the ground, uh, through the air with a touchdown. Uh, you know, Kenyon Drake had a huge game with 93 yards and two touchdowns. And uh, the Ravens just kind of played vintage Ravens football. I mean, if they're going to win, they don't have a lot of flash other than Lamar. Uh, they need to win games 27, 13, 20 to 14, you know, 17, 10, uh, uh, 13 to, to 10, you know, uh, uh, 17, 14. They got to win games like that. Um, and you look at it, though, man, Marlon Humphrey was awesome in this football game. Um, you know, good luck with Andy Dalton here at this point, man. I mean, good God. You know, they, they threw the bad pick. Elvin Kamara did nothing on the ground and through the air. He's your best player. He did nothing. What does that say? It says that the Saints are in trouble and they need a quarterback. I mean, that's what this boils down to. I don't even know if Sean Payton could get them to win games this year, seriously. Uh, Marlon Humphrey, you know, had a sack in this game, two and a half for Justin Houston. Calais Campbell had a half a sack. I mean, they had four sacks in this game. The Baltimore defense was everywhere, ball hawking, rushing, getting the quarterback. Uh, Baltimore right now has the look uh, that, you know, hey, we're coming for you. And uh, they're now 6-3. and three. The Saints fall to 3-6. and six. Mike Lindsley with you here. ML Sports Platter brought to you by our good friends at Burn Dairy and Stanley Law Offices. By the way, the six teams that were off, right, they had the bye week, 49ers, Steelers, Giants, Broncos, Cowboys, and Browns. My game ball goes to Patrick Mahomes over 500 yards from scrimmage, couple of touchdowns, and uh, right now is probably in my book the MVP of the league. ML Sports Platter brought to you by the Vince Garrett Consulting Group. Log on today to vcgtransforms.com. Become a better leader both personally and professionally. Huge thank you to associate sponsors, Stumble and Monkey Brewing Company, Liverpool Physical Therapy, Ken's Auto Detailing, and our great friends over at Burton Ace Hardware. Route 11 in front of the Burton Bridge, if you're in and around central New York, they've got everything you need. Holiday decorations, grills and smokers, outdoor living, lawn and garden, hardware, building supplies, home and decor, heating and cooling, paint and supplies, automobile, RV and marine, plumbing, they've got lighting and electrical situations, storage and organization, it's all there, and they carry some awesome product from the top vendors around New York State. We're talking sauces, pickles, uh, and beef jerky and a heck of a lot more. So get on over to Burton Ace Hardware, the helpful place, Route 11 in Burton off the Bartell Road exit. A gift card is a great, great gift over the holiday season as well. Burton Ace Hardware, a proud ML Sports Platter sponsor. And throwing a tip of the cap thank you out there as well to our friends of the program, Bob Lindsley, Daryl Abert, the Alonzo family, and the Swan and Whitaker families. Really appreciate everybody's support. Hey, as I always tell you, enjoy the games. Before sunrise, Burn Dairy and Deli is preparing to fuel your day with hot coffee, donuts, muffins, breakfast sandwiches, and other morning staples. For lunch, grab a giant deli sandwich made the way you like it. Pizza, wings, wraps, or a fresh salad. Plus, something to wash it down. Then pick up dinner or a sweet treat and other pantry essentials. Now you can get your Burn Dairy and Deli favorites delivered with DoorDash. All day, every day, you can count on Burn Dairy and Deli. It's all good. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. 
And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.